two to tie. Michigan will have to bring it. Oh, he walked. He walked and the referee missed it. Weber brings it into the front court. They have no timeouts remaining. Oh, he calls it too many timeouts. That's a technical foul. He called a timeout. Michigan doesn't yes. have any. He got by with a walk, and Jimmy calls a technical. He, he calls a timeout. He doesn't realize that's Michigan's too many, and so it'll be a technical foul. North Carolina shooting and the ball. A huge mental mistake. Mental All right, mistake. we're back. It's mental week mistake. six. Recording this kind of late, you know. I'm a that's that's on me, you know. As the leader of the podcast, I, I I gotta own when I messed up. I had some scheduling issues, so unfortunately, Kyrie couldn't make it. You know, capitalism wins again. However, Pope is here. Yeah, yeah. Miami football duo. We're gonna get this pod done for the folks. Um, we're gonna talk about some coaches getting fired potentially. You know, Matt Rule just got fired. Um, well locked. deserved. Well yeah, deserved. Pro- probably. Yeah. The the stat of him. Being like one in twenty six when the other team scores more than seventeen points was one of the most disgusting stats I think I've seen uh, when it comes to a coach. Um, I think I think having that record in the NFC South in general is just terrible. I mean, that's true. Saints and the Bucks. I mean, the Bucks have been good for one, two years, like since Brady, right? Right. But then it's like you got the Panthers. That should be better than the Falcons, who have been rebuilding for like three years, quasi, and the Saints, who you got a limp arm, Drew Brees, and then Jameis, and then and now it's Andy Dalton. Like I don't know, they're 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 a conundrum to me. And I know Christian McCaffrey was injured, but still, it's like how? yeah, no, they shouldn't they shouldn't they shouldn't have been that even with the quarterback situation. Like they always had a good defense. It shouldn't have been that bad. Like, nah, not at all. It shouldn't have been that. And bad. Rule got his guy consistently. He went through. He said, "Sam Darnold's my guy. I'm going to go get him. Teddy Bridgewater's my guy. I'm going to go get him. Baker Mayfield." And it's the same result. Yeah, as, as much as people want to talk about how bad Baker Mayfield was, a lot of people were high on Baker Mayfield healthy again. Panthers, yeah. like about preseason. That was a that was a real narrative preseason. Uh, no, obviously we watched the Thursday night game last night. Some of the worst. <laughs> worst branding of football, you know, imaginable. And I only a very exciting up, ending though. Oh, well, low key. But very I only bring that up ending. to say that my pick, Ron Rivera, is somehow barely escaping <laughs> the, the grist of his teeth of also being fired. Uh look, we, like said, a, we said this in our text thread. Like the man needs health insurance. Like you can't let him go right now. Come on. Come on, man. Look, no, what we said in the text thread <laughs> was that Ron Rivera is similar <laughs> to the dog that you need to put down, but you feel bad. But then all of a sudden the dog oh, can't even man. control his bladder anymore. So now you gotta do him a favor and put him down. And that's if they if they, if they had lost last night, that would have been Oh, that's the nail in the coffee in on himself in yeah, the middle yeah. of the room. For yeah. sure. One and five losing to the Bears. Uh I was crazy. I was watching that whole game, like, wow, the Bears are gonna be three and three. Insane. Yeah. Insane. And it's like and the, and that's how I know the NFL is the strongest league out because they can remix and rebrand bad football into parody so easily that was my that was my uh my point for thursday night football is because everybody in my group threads have always been like these are games are terrible blah blah blah. and i was like it's the nfl is so strong as a brand they can put the very worst thing that wasn't going to do numbers on a traditional sunday just throw it on a thursday and you're going to watch it anyway yep especially i mean even shit it doesn't even matter when nba starts they still get better ratings than the best NBA games, better ratings than playoff baseball. Like people want to complain about the NFL, but they don't do anything. It's a cult, man. So, yeah, cult. exactly. So what are you gonna do? And then uh, now with fantasy football, there's yeah, people that betting. have 
have Fanduel. players in this game, so they're going to watch it. Oh yeah, for sure. Betting, you know, you can do the same game parlay. Yep. You know, I had a friend who put three hundred dollars on the over on Justin Fields pass yard, so you know, obviously he's watching the whole game to the very end. <laughs> what a terrible parlay to put on. <laughs> Not, not even a parlay. Three hundred just on the over on Justin. I mean, it hit no. though. It hit. I can't hey, call it terrible. It fantasy. Hit. No. So I'm facing Justin Fields this week in fantasy because of the bye week, right? So I was, I was like, I was jumping for joy. He had like one point about to go into halftime, and all of a sudden, a fifty yard bomb. At like, come on, Commanders. Like, how do you let that happen? I'm right? like, I was. That was another thing. I was like, wow. If he had scored like to win the game whether it had been a pass or a rush he would have had an amazing fantasy day like oh when he like, took off for that that final run that got them like the first and goal and stuff like that, i was like oh he's gone he's scoring i didn't even and then he took like this weird angle to try to like avoid the defender because he was getting beat up all game man well i mean he has to he's gotta he's gotta be a quarterback and running back half the time for in this he, hey man put the bears on his backpack man he's going to out prayers up for that man i hope he doesn't injure himself trying to bring this corpse of a roster to any type of wins but yeah that's enough on the bears and thursday night football yeah, um, i mean i mean honestly i didn't even want to talk about that i don't even want to talk about ron rivera oh, hey ron rivera is the only coach. one with some fight in the commanders but yeah I'll, I'll move it on um so i have changed course because i was horribly wrong with thinking mike mccarthy would get fired there's still chances but he's actually done a pretty good job you know the cowboys are what four and one like only lost to Tampa Bay opening night, which was technically Dak starting. So, hey, man, Cooper Rush for the win. Um, I'm going to stay with my next coach fired in the AFC South. To me, I said it before, it was Lovey Smith. But I'm changing. Hey, they just got a big W. I think it's Frank Reich. Yeah, it might be. That tie is saving him. I think it's Frank Wright because I was looking up. So my measure of good and bad teams usually is I look for the points for and points against. And the lowest scoring team in the league currently is the Colts with 69 points. Yeah, and he's supposed to be an offensive guy. That is, and again, two years straight, you went and got your guy, right? You said pounded the table for Carson Wentz, pounded the table for now Matt Ryan. Gave them contract. Like I mean, that's the only the only pass I will give this year is that the offensive line play is so much worse that I'm gonna I kind of feel him because it's like you can't really control that in a sense. All right, Uh, so you're a Colts fan. I want to spend two minutes. I want to spend two minutes on this because I was trying to figure it out. I know that the Colts let what Eric Fisher go at left tackle. Who else left? Uh well not even necessarily who left it's just the fact that they didn't replace them with anyone like they came into the season with Matt Pryor at left tackle so um, it's one so, left tackle pretty much because the right tackle with Braden Smith he's still there is Glowinski still there I yeah know but he got, but he got hurt uh yeah. Glowinski got hurt I believe so they they actually moved Braden Smith to right guard where he played in college now so now Ooh. it's just like both tackles are just like who the hell yikes okay yeah Frank Wright's out of here man I'm sorry um. I, I, the the only thing that's saving them is their defense is still keeping some games respectable. So they do have 69 points for, and they have 94 points against, which is in the upper half of the league for defenses, right? So you're not scoring a lot of points, but you're also not scoring many points. You've let go of a kicker already. So I, I just, this thing is spiraling fast for Indianapolis. Unfortunately. I mean, I, I feel you, but also at the same time, like they're a half game out of first place. 
So it's kind of hard for to, yeah, to justify that at true. the end of the day. If they beat the Jaguars at home and go to 3-2-1. and one, And we saw this last year with this division where the Colts had the, the – whoever had the lead, right? I think it was the Colts last year, had the lead, and then all of a sudden here come the Titans storming to like some five-game win streak and took it at the last second. And any, anyone could go on a five-game win streak in this division. I mean, maybe not the Texans, but if they did, you would oh, be yeah. it's set. first place. Like it's, it's set. It's so wide. It's too wide open to me for it to be Frank Reich. I'm still riding with Ron Rivera just because I think by the time we hit December, the they'll already be eliminated from the playoffs. Like the division is so good that they're going to be playing meaningless games their last four or five games. Yeah, so I, I don't doubt it, it. And if you are going to get rid of your coach, you might as well just do it then when the season's already over ahead of time. Now yeah. you can be the first team that's looking. Well, I guess the second team with the Panthers. But you you know you're looking at you're starting your coaching search earlier than everyone else. That's true. Um, I mean, for me personally, I did I, again. I wanted it. My first pick last time we did this was Lovey Smith. Um, he was one of my picks. I still think he gets fired, but Frank Wright may not make it out this season to me. Just just in general, um, I did think about Josh McDaniels. He lost another heartbreaker. The Raiders are now one in four. So that doesn't look good as well. But yeah, no, I think I think Nathaniel Hackett is probably if I'm gonna pick a first year coach that's going out or with a new team first year, I'd probably, oh, I'd yeah. probably go with Nathaniel Hackett. But it to me it could be both, right? Both had crazy high expectations. But Mark Davis seems like Josh McDaniels is like a like somebody he goes golfing with. Like he yeah, likes the Raiders him, have a weird you know? thing. They have so many like former Patriots and stuff. I feel like they're he's gonna yeah, go well, he's stuck. They they're so they're like you made this mess, clean it up first. Yeah, exactly. They can still be like, oh, look what John Gruden did. And like, you know. <laughs> hey, Mark Davis is still trying to sue the league to get Gruden back and reinstate it. So we'll figure that out. That's that's very wild. So, but all right, enough of coach talk. We're going to go to a more positive spin on things and look at some of these teams who are kind of like in the maybe in the middle, maybe towards the bottom. But obviously, it's only week five headed into week six, a long season. And there's always at least one team that starts off slow. Maybe they start off 0-2. Maybe they start off 1-3 or 2-3 and or something along those lines. And they make a playoff push, uh, maybe even win a division. So who is looking like that? You don't necessarily have to give me one if you feel like there could be more than one. But if there is more than one, maybe okay. rank them. Um, I have two. My, my general... I had two, but I'm going to pick one because my rule for a sneaky team in my head was they can't have a positive record right now. So I wanted to pick a team that right now has more losses than wins. And for me, that team was Cincinnati. And I say that because they had this crazy overtime game in week one with the Steelers where they should have won, but the Steelers eked it out. They lost to the Cowboys and the Ravens, right? Two teams that are right now you know looking like the cream of the crop so i'm not going to hold their losses too much against them besides that first week one steelers one but the reason why i say they're sneaky is joe burrow missed an entire offseason the entire offseason he had all these medical issues he was riding in a golf cart when they're opening training camp like he got no reps with a lot of this team and this offense so he's using the regular season to build chemistry to get in the game shape and game mode and their offensive line, even though they spent a lot of money on it, looks like they're just confused for the most part, right? They're not used to Joe Burrow. His, They're not used to his, you know, when he wants to step up in the pocket, when he's about to escape it. And those are the little things that you just have to learn with experience. And I think they'll get there by the end of the season. But the reason why I say they're sneaky is their next few opponents. I'm going to read this out. The Saints, the Falcons, the Browns, 
the Panthers, the Steelers, the Titans, they don't have a meaningful game with a team that they're like losing sleep over until December 4th. And that's against the Kansas City Chiefs. So to me, I think they have enough enough time to pile up some really good wins in the meantime. Yeah, no, that's definitely valid. Um, especially when you look at the schedule and and, and honestly their defense is pretty good. So you just mm-hmm. kind of need the old line to get it together and Joe Bird will get them more sync. Maybe T. Higgins actually, you know, finish more games. Uh, but Jamar Chase things, to get going. Yeah, that's I mean, all things that are very plausible. Yep. So that was my sneaky team that I, I do have two other ones, but they didn't fit my criteria. But I'm curious to know if there's a sneaky team you had on your radar. Yeah, there was one. I will say I'll just get out the way that my t- sneaky team that's not that does not fit the under 500 criteria of the 49ers. Um, the, but I've been on them from the very beginning. Yeah, I was gonna say. And, and but uh, you know, and I still don't think they're necessarily getting that same love as like the Eagles, for example, um, or even the Bucks, to be honest. Like in terms of like media perception and and Super Bowl picks and and things of that nature. But well, I'm gonna stick to the stick to the script. Go with an under 500 team, uh, and you actually sort of mentioned this team a little bit in terms of the scheduling of who they play next. Uh, and I'm gonna go with the Browns as my sneaky team. Ooh. Um, they still just, get Watson they just, back. They played. They just played a lot of close games. Um, it's funny though because another sneaky team that I was considering were the Patriots, and they actually played the Patriots this week, and I have the Browns winning. Um, but if they lose, then I'm I'm just gonna switch my pick to the Patriots. No, I was kidding. But I do think that they have a good recipe to win i'm like i'm not even really factoring deshaun like deshaun Watson's gonna be back week 13 like i'm not even i don't even really know what to make of that like we saw him in the preseason limited and he looks very looked bad. bad and i don't expect him to come in and look great maybe not that bad but i don't expect him to come in and look great um but the reason i picked them i mean they have three losses with a and then the margin of loss was has been six points total in all three games it lost by two to the to the chargers that they should have won Mm-hmm. They lost to the Falcons. You could argue, you know, they probably should have won. And then the Jets, they definitely should have won. Like, that was a crazy fluke game that they lost. So, I just feel like the first, like, 58 minutes, 55 minutes of games, like, they're 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 winning, like, all these games. And then, you know, it's usually a Jacoby Brissett pick in the last two minutes that, do, yep. that does them in. Like, that's pretty much mm-hmm. how it's been. And I don't expect jacoby Brissett to continue to throw picks in the last two minutes of games he's not that kind of quarterback that's turnover prone um and he's a veteran quarterback like you know you know and this is a run first team um and so i'm just expecting you know the defense is consistent you know they still have some guys out like denzel ward should be back at some point he's out now with a concussion too they just announced that jadavian Clowney's still out Right. Miles Garrett had the car accident thing, so he's yeah. not 100%. Like, they have, there's the makings of this defense really rounding in the form. And low-key, um, they did make a trade for the Falcons, often injured, but good when he plays Deion Jones. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. And and I think, and again, like, we don't want to talk about it, but there's a world that Deshaun Watson comes back and he's, like, good pretty immediately. And I was mm-hmm. like, now all of a sudden this team has a whole new ceiling that we haven't even expected because they just got, you know, they basically just like made a trade for a quarterback midseason, you know, in terms of yeah. getting Deshaun Watson back. So I, I saw that Deshaun Watson was actually in the building. So he's probably going to be able to practice a little bit with the team before that week 13 uh, start. I know that his suspension will be up, but they have a bye week. So he'll have a little time with the team. Like it's not like he's going to come in cold turkey and just start playing without any reps the first 12 weeks of the year. 
so I'm looking at the Browns as being a team that, you know, I wouldn't want to play in the wild card round because I think that their roster could end up being significantly better and different than it was these first five weeks. A thousand percent. I I mean, I couldn't agree more. The only thing I know is Deshaun Watson will have so much rust to shake off, but when he does, hopefully he does it this season, they'll be good again. Right. Um, but, and, so but that's my thing. I, like is, I mean, he has the rust, but you know, they also have a team where if they need to lean on that running game, They'll lean on it. You know what I mean? Oh no, they got two, two, two good backs. One I consider just about a top two to three back in football. So because Nick Chubb is very good, I just need the defense to get healthier to feel better about it. And I feel like they need one more receiving piece, but they can get there. Yeah, that's that's not true. There. But I think you know they might not need the receiving piece if Deshaun Watson is playing very well. You know what I mean? He might be able to. And and not a big not a big name receiving piece. I just need like a a good slot receiver. So when Jacoby Brissett needs to win the game and they can't run the ball anymore, like how they've been losing, they need somebody else besides Cooper, right? And I know they got Njoku, but I I need like a little slot receiver. Those third and fours that they can run a little gadget play. Like who who comes to mind to me that would have been perfect is how the Commanders are using Curtis Samuel. I think he would have been a perfect addition to something like what Cleveland is building, but we'll see if the, if the commanders are terrible, he may be available, right? They may fire sell it. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely possible. I think, but I think they're probably just like hoping that Deshaun Watson just kind of elevates oh, their, yeah. current, their current receivers, you know, maybe I'm like- going to, I'm going to burn my sneaky team um, honorable mentions, but uh, cause they didn't fit my own criteria, but I did have the chargers as a sneaky team, even though they have a positive record right now, but their only real loss that was expected was one where Justin Herbert, like just got over his uh, rib injury. So he was still trying to that Jaguars game. They just got to like wipe that from memory. Like Justin Herbert was hurt. You know what I mean? Other than that, they lost to the chiefs by three. they, beat the Browns, they beat the Texans, they beat the Raiders in the other games, and the rest of their schedule is also looking very lovely. So I think the Chargers could be one of those sneaky teams where we look up and we're like, how do they have this record? Um, Right yeah. now, the NFC looks nasty, though. There's, there's like, what, three, four, and one teams? And if you asked me at the beginning of the season to, to say who they were going to be, I would have never guessed the three, four, and one teams right now are the Cowboys, the Giants, and the Vikings as a nasty three right yeah, there. I, I, I could have, you could have talked me into the Vikings, but definitely not the, the NFC East in general. But and how they're it. winning. Like, I'm watching the Vikings game because I have some investments in the Vikings right now, but it's like they're winning these games against teams that are nasty right now. Like, they're beating the Saints in London barely, right? They're barely beating the Lions, who have one win on the year. Uh, they took care of business with the Packers, but then – they looked absolutely over their skis when they faced the Eagles. So, but that you know that's kind of the NFL. You can kind of go down damn near every team and be like, well, you know, you yeah. You but the, the way, that's the know. mark I think of a bad team. Like you want to you want to dominate the bad teams and win against and be competitive against the good ones. Like you shouldn't play to your competition every week, regardless of whether they're good or bad, right? You shouldn't. I shouldn't see you against a one win team 
and you're playing the exact same way and the score is so close like you are when you're playing against uh you know a four and team or four and one team at the time like no that's, that's true man that's the that's the Kirk Cousins experience but <laughs> for you know, sure we'll see how they look on the road against the Dolphins I think that's a game even though it's on the road they should win uh so if they come out and beat the Dolphins by a touchdown or so I feel yeah, like I'll, against I'll the third Dolphins. string quarterback Skyler Thompson, and even uh, though he did good in the preseason, but yeah, yeah. I'm saying he's not terrible. He's not like nah, he's not terrible. Can. He's not a tomato can out there. Oh no, the Miami, like the the grassroots media in Miami, they love the guy. They're like, why do we even have Teddy Bridgewater as a two? Like Skyler should be the two. So fair enough. All right, so let's get to these locks, these picks, these upsets. Um, we're gonna make this short and sweet. I yeah, already got right mine off top. Yeah, so I know uh, last last week I believe I was one and one. It was um, a bad week last week for me. I was 0-2. Um, I had Tampa over Atlanta, but the spread when we did the pod was at nine points. So that didn't cash. And then I had the commanders to upset Tennessee. Carson Wentz at the goal line. Ugh. Uh, he messed that one up for me. Yeah, that one that that was rough. I had I had the Eagles. They won, but did not cover the five and a half. They only won by three. Uh, then I had the Cowboys. I've been I rode the Cowboys last two weeks as my as my upset pick, uh, and they did me right. Uh, I should have bet them more in real life, uh, but you know, you live and you learn. Yeah. Now, uh, now the odds have adjusted to Cooper Rush. <laughs> yes, a little bit. I mean, but granted, those that six and a half they're getting at Philly is is still interesting. But we'll 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 get to that though. Let's let's hear your first lock. So my lock is going to be the Ravens at five and a half over the New York Giants. Um, Saquon is amazing, right? And the Ravens defense has not been particularly great. But if you're asking me, because I think Lamar can make any game a shootout and just, hey, we're putting up 20 to 30 points. You better match it. I just don't think Daniel Jones in this offense is going to be able to keep up. So I like the point. I like the spread. It's win by a touchdown. And I think the Ravens will do that. I like that. Okay. I I, I like that. I think there's a, there's a few games I like. I know we, we mentioned the Vikings. I definitely was tempted, but I cannot in good faith, put my money on Kirk Cousins on the road. That was exactly my, I had Minnesota over Miami actually at first. And then I was like, mm. yeah, I can't, can't, can't put Kirk Cousins on, on the road. Yeah. Um, I'm actually going to go, uh, with your team, I'm actually gonna go with the Bucks. It's a it's a nine and a half or nine, depending on where you're looking at it. A pretty big spread, um, especially yeah, for a team right. that is good but not great this year. However, they are going against the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I, it's time to fade the Pittsburgh Steelers for oh, the yeah. foreseeable future. Not even that Kenny Pickett is not even terrible, honestly. He's really not. He I would say that he's a little bit better than Mitch Trubisky, although that bar is very low. <laughs> uh, however, you know he doesn't throw over the middle of the field. Uh, he's very conservative. Can he pick it? You know, he, you know, had 50 something pass attempts and only had 320 yards, no touchdowns last week, uh, in a blowout, you would think that he'd at least be able to light it up in garbage time. He did not. Um, and this bucks defense is very good. Um, arguably just as good as the defense, the Steelers faced last week, um, in the bills, you know, I would say the bills might be a little better, but the, but the bucks defense is on par in my opinion. Um, and that offense is also not quite on par with the Bills, but they can put up points. And you know Tom Brady is the type of quarterback that's going to put it on a bad team. He's 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 a run-it-up king. If you're going up against a bad team and they got a chance to put up the points, 
He goes oh, yeah. points. He's looking at 25 all day. Akilo Witherspoon, who's the Steelers corner, he gets torched every single week. And that's exactly who Tom Brady's going to go at every single play. Yeah. So I think I think Chris Godwin should play. Uh, but Mike Evans is definitely going to play. Fournette's definitely going to play. Yeah, uh, Godwin's out there with one leg right now. Julio is pretty much out, I believe. So it'll be Russell Gage. Um, yeah, Russell, and Russell Gage against this defense, I'm fine with. Yeah, my two. my only problem, and yes, I'm so thankful that TJ Watt is not playing in this game, but the Steelers' defensive ends are getting pressure. And this year, Tom Brady is ducking as soon as he even sees a, a, another jersey flash. So he is trying to just dive and take sacks earlier than he needs to. He's not fighting through it, you know what I mean? Because he's trying not to really just get hit or fumble, but... That's my only concern with this game is that Mike Tomlin is going to put a lot of exotic pressures. And if he gets to the right offensive lineman, the left guard, he will get Tom Brady. Yeah, no, that's true. I mean, Tom Brady, I think that I think the quick pass and, and the run game will be able to put that at bay. But, you know, no, yeah, no, it's got no to it perfect. everyone has a has a weakness this year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I really wanted to do the Bills. Um, but out of respect for Patrick Mahomes at home, I just I decided to stay away. But that was that's what I really wanted to pick. Well, uh, that segued me perfectly. I was a I I wanted to pick Kansas City for my upset pick. Honestly, um, I do think the Bills are going to win this one, but that's why I flipped my upset pick. So for my upset, I will say I wanted I wanted I wanted to in real life even put money on Kansas City to upset that they're giving them plus three. Um, but I don't, we talked about it earlier. I know Jacksonville is having a bad time, but I'm picking Jacksonville to beat Indianapolis. Out of sweep Indy. That's a, that's a tough one. They usually don't, the Jacksonville Jaguars for one are, are not a good road team, but the Colts usually handle them, handle them pretty good at home. However, this Colts team is not good. So, I mean, I'm, I can't, I am betting on Saxonville to happen, right? I'm betting on that first, that number one overall pick. And Josh Allen to make life so uncomfortable for Matt Ryan. I just that that is my only thing right here. And I don't know if India solved their kicking troubles or not, but like having a competent kicker that you can rely on, that's pretty important. Yeah, the new the new guy is he hasn't like I don't know shanked one yet. Like you know, <laughs> decent enough. He hasn't been. In, I mean, he's been in some pressure situations. We'll see if he's got range too, because range matters. But I mean, at least you're inside. But I'm going to. The one game that I think I think Jacksonville needs to get their season back on track. They started out hot and got cold, and I think that this is the game that uh, Dougie P is going to outcoach Frank Wright. I'll put it that way. That's very possible. Like, however, Indianapolis kicker McClellan, McLaughlin, last Caleb week, McLaughlin or McLaughlin, something like that. 4-4, yeah, yeah. hit a 52-yarder last week. So, Ooh. you know, decent enough. Hey, um, man. Also, will I might need to pick him up in fantasy. Yeah, Colts yeah, not, not yeah, not bad. You know, um, also I will just throw in that I also really in real life I will be betting the 49ers against the Falcons. That defense is too legit, and I Marcus Mariota can't throw. Uh, <laughs> he can I, run though. He can we, run, but that 49ers pass rush can catch him. I'm not too worried about that. I think they're gonna eat that. Eat is Bosa up. out? Uh, that's a good question. I'm not sure if he he's questionable. I mean, right I now. might still take it anyway, even yeah, if Bosa's not Eric, playing. Eric, Eric Armstead's out. Javon Kinlaw's out. So it's because I know they got banged up in the last game. So yeah, that's, that's 49ers are licking wounds. 
Yeah, that's valid. So, but I'm gonna stick with my main my main yeah. pick in the box. One team has Debo, the other team doesn't. That's also a thing. Exactly, so. exactly. I, I'm expecting that run game that Jeff Wilson Jr.'s been good. But all right, let me get to my last upset pick. Um, and I'm gonna go with the home team. Um, I'm actually gonna go with the Seahawks and Geno Smith. We trust. Uh, he has been very, very good this year. Like, very, very good. You know, and I know, and I know Rashad Penny's out, but I, I, I like, uh, I like Kenneth Walker. Kenneth Walker, I like yeah. him. You know, Gina, like DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett continue to be a great receiving duo. Um, you know, the Seahawks defense is decent. It's not terrible. It's not like a, an, a, you know, just a shitty defense or anything. They're very average. Um, and also, you know, I just can't trust uh not not Cliff Kingsbury on the road. Like he I get you. You know, in Seattle, that's a you know, big environment. He's just they will the, they will be loud. Yeah, exactly. He's just undisciplined team can stupid. get ate up. Yep. Exactly. Yep. He's just due to do something stupid. I'm just <laughs> it just it's just in my bones. Like I just feel like Well, is these AFC out. so the NFC West games make no sense, right? The divisional games, they have absolutely this is one of the few divisions, just like the NFC East, where it does not matter how good or bad either of the teams are, they'll have a battle. It's it's some of the worst football sometimes you see, because sometimes they're like field goal games because it's like this high-speed chess game because they see each other too much so they know what each other does but i don't know like for some reason i think the cardinals can turn this around and they they should have been my sneaky team because i'm looking at it and like they got blitz week one against the chiefs but who doesn't right they beat the raiders they lost to the rams that's a misnomer but then they whooped on the panthers and they almost beat the eagles last week like I know it was a lot of rain and stuff like that. That was, but... a, big, that was a big trap game for the Eagles. I was actually oh, more sure. with the Eagles than the Cardinals. I felt like the Cardinals had a lot of chances that they blew. Correct. Uh, but they still were honest. in it. They yeah, weren't getting yeah. the skis blown off. Now, here's the thing. Call of Duty comes out very soon. Is that going to distract Kyler or not going to Seattle? We don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Cardinals randomly 2-0 and on the road, 0-3 at home this year. So, I really this is a team I can't call. Uh, and I think like, I just listed their opponents. I mean, I think that you know they had what the Chiefs were. That was in Arizona's home, so they had the Chiefs at home, they had the Rams at home, and then they had Philly at home. And now, but now they're back on the road, so I don't know. We'll see. I mean, again, I could you can easily make the case the Cardinals are a better team than Seattle. Don't get me wrong; I'm not necessarily saying that. Uh, I just, I just. I just don't trust the Cardinals at all, not even a little bit. <laughs> and then in the division game, uh, I don't mind taking the home team. Yeah, yeah I, I like it. I like it. I never thought in 2022 I'd be saying, like, a Geno Smith-led team, you know, is a favorite of anything. But, hey, man, stranger hey, man, things through, have happened. Through, through five weeks, you could say that Geno Smith has played, like, a top-ten quarterback. So He's been West Virginia, Steve, Geno Smith. This is this is the guy we saw at West Virginia. You, like, is, you, can't, you can't name 10 quarterbacks who've had a better season so far than Geno Smith. No, you can't. You can't. And Especially with the expectations. Crazy. Like, we had we had the Seahawks in tank talks. Like, Yeah, and Geno Smith said not so fast. Like, they're yeah. they're decent. Like, I think, they'll, I think they'll be able to run the ball still with Kenneth Walker. Um, and I think, you know, they have that familiarity with the, with the Cardinals. I don't think that, you know, Kyler's going to go too crazy. And their secondary is balling right now. I like the Seahawks' corners. 
Yeah, no, for sure. Me too. Um, you know, still don't have Hopkins back yet. Uh, so if nah. you can get a guy to corral Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown, like I'm not really in love with any other other receivers. I'm and not the Cardinals have like three injured running backs right now. I must say James Conner's out. The only running back they have worth anything right now is Eno Benjamin. And then the and backup is Keontae Ingram, who was like a healthy scratch the first couple weeks of the season. Yeah, who? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's another thing. Like, I don't think that run game is going to be doing too much. That's a sneaky uh, good pick. Nah, so I'm like I'm going to take Seattle. It's like uh, it's very much a 50-50 game. Just give me give me them odds. I might just put a little something on it just to spice up my 4 o'clock afternoon viewing. There you go. I like it. Well, shoot, that's a, that's the locks. That's the upsets. I hope we both go 2-0 this week. Uh, I shall avenge last week from, you know, entering even in my mind anymore. Uh, pre- you know what? We're doing good. We're just going to consider last week a blip, you know, because the week before that, I'm pretty sure you went 2-0. I think this is probably the only week that – or last week might have been the only week that anyone's gone 0-2, actually. Yep. So, you know what? We're just going to call it an outlier and just get right back to it. There we go. There we go. I like my picks. I got the Ravens uh, over the Giants and my upset. I'm going to stick with Jacksonville over Indy. But I do like your Seahawks pick. I'm not gonna lie. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Yeah, I'm I'm liking the Seahawks and Bucks. Just betting against the Steelers and betting against close Kingsbury. Big fan. So we staying away from this Chargers Denver Monday night. Uh, Is that officially stay away? Yeah, that's a nasty game. Um, <laughs> I actually, I actually, if I were to bet it, would probably take Denver though. To be honest with you, you got it's plus one eighty right now. They're giving yeah, them four I mean, and a half like points. The, I like them points. If I'm gonna bet, I'm I want the points. I don't I'm not worried. I'm not the Denver money line, I can't do. But I uh, like the points. And I like, you know, Denver coming off a longer week than the Chargers. They played last Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, and at some point, you know, I think Russ has to have a good game. Not every week, but some games he has to have a good game. And more importantly, the Chargers can't stop the run that well. And I think that the Broncos will try their hardest to give the Mel- Melvin Gordon the ball 20 times. Um, and hopefully so he holds on to it. hopefully he holds on to it. They're giving him oh, 45 and a half points. So we'll see if they can even come close to that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, I, I would take the Denver, but that, that probably is to stay away. We'll see how good I do on Sunday to see if I bet on Monday. Yes, sir. Well, shoot. Yeah. Close. Oh, I just got a notification. Jonathan Taylor practiced today. Well, love to see that, especially for my fantasy teams. Yes, sir. But, yeah, all right, Pope, you know, had to do it for Kyrie. Wasn't here, but appreciate you coming on. Anytime. Uh, getting these picks and, and whatnot. We're going to have to text Kyrie on the side to get get his picks in advance so he's not coming on here lying next week. <laughs> oh, no, I'm about to text him right now. Perfect. All right, my guy. Yes, sir.